Hello there. You're listening to a podcast. And the cool thing about this podcast is it really has nothing to do with coffee. It's just one of the only things I had to film in slow motion in my apartment. And now I'm kind of just stalling until this scene. This is me drinking crappy coffee and then saying, Help me out here. Oh, that's delicious coffees. Welcome, everybody. Boys, girls, women's, men's, mans, females, males, postage workers, that sort of male is welcome here as well. Thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning into this brand new podcast. I think I think I'm gonna call it Help Me Out Here. It'll it'll probably be Help Me Out Here or Help Me Out Here with Zach Mayfield. I don't think I'll use my full name, Zachariah, because it's so so darn long. I like it. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Um, but it's really long. I wonder. Sometimes I wonder if I should have just used Zach Mayfield as my YouTube channel name. But I like my longer name because I think it's a little more unique. So we're already here, so we got to roll with it. That's fine. <sighs> um, if you don't know who I am, um, which most most of you probably don't know me or don't know me very well. Um, my name's Zach, Zachariah. You can call me Zachariah or Zach. You can only call me Zachy if you're very close to me and if you give like really good, like warm hugs. That's the only time I'll accept Zachy as a form of love payments. I am a full-time filmmaker. I am a musician. I, I call myself a YouTuber as well. I'm really trying to become that. Um, in my own way. So, yeah, I'd say I've been doing I've been doing filmmaking full time now for I think four years. I I I left college a semester before I graduated to start a a metal band. <laughs> that sounds so dumb every time I say it, but I left college early to start a band and um, start touring because that was like my biggest dream at the time and I'm still doing that um, but in that process I I wanted to work for myself I wanted to work for myself like pretty much since the beginning of college and I, all of my years in college I was trying to figure out a way to do that and I eventually I switched to majoring in business and learned a lot about business and made a lot of good connections in college, so I am thankful for that. Um, and so by the time I graduated, I had already been getting small paid gigs for photography and video, but it was mostly photo at the time, which is strange because now I, I almost never get photo gigs because I, I mean, I like video more, so that's pretty much all that I advertise myself as is a filmmaker. And I love it, man. I love it so much. I'm Man, I'm I'm so I'm so grateful. I really am. Um, today's my birthday, actually, and um, I've just been I turned 25 today, and I've, I'm kind of spending today um, really reflecting on this past year because it's been a, a doozy, man. It's been crazy. The last like four years have been really nuts, but mostly this year has been like the biggest. <sighs> transition. I think I just 
clonked the mic with my headphones, so you're welcome for that. Um, it's been a very big transition year, 2018 has. I, uh, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee with my sister, who is, man, she's like one of my best friends in the world. And it didn't really happen until this year, so I'm so thankful for that. Um, I've been dating a girl. Her name's Lauren. We've been dating for quite a few years, and it's been very, very difficult and very hard. We've been long distance up until 2018. She's been in Nashville for three years, and I've been in college and then Kansas, Nebraska for a while, and now I'm here. So, man, that she was like the main reason I moved here, and then I also saw all the opportunities for growth in my filmmaking business, and um, I just wanted to be in a place that's growing, that's moving, and I think when I moved here, it was like on average 100 people per day were moving to Nashville, and it, it still might be that, it might be more or less, I don't really know, but I like being in a place where something's happening, it's motivating, and um, I live like outside of the city, like 30 minutes, but my goal is is in the next few years to have an office space, like even if it's really small and crappy, I want an office. Office, <laughs> I want an office space in somewhere close to downtown where it's really happening. Because when I'm in in a downtown part of a city, there's just something that kind of like sets on fire inside my soul, and um, really gets me going. Makes me like so creative when I'm just seeing other people doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like just seeing somebody going for it like doing their thing in life you don't even know what they're doing but you know they're doing their thing I love that I think that's what's so intriguing for creative people in New York City specifically I hear other YouTubers talk about that how they move to New York City because it's like everyone's on the move everyone's doing their thing and there's that like level of creative respect there like you don't really mess with people everybody's just like doing their thing um and it's not it's not obviously the same in Nashville, but I don't want to live in a place like New York City. It's so expensive. There's too many people. Like I grew up in a, a country town, 300 people. Um, I don't want. I don't want small town. I don't want New York City. I think Nashville is like a beautiful little middle ground, little middle baby. That's what I'm all about. I'm also all about coffee, and this coffee is really good. It's really yum yums. I'm liking it a lot. Um, so yeah, Nashville's sweet, and moving here with my sister was such a blessing, man, I love living with her, she's, she's honestly a really good roommate, she's kind of like, she's kind of messy, but she kind of contains it to her room, so we just kind of shut the door and, and ignore it, pretty much, I'm pretty clean, I'm I'm very organized, um, but somehow it's, it's men, it's meshing really well, me and my sister, um, and so Jaden and I, my sister's Jaden, when we moved here, we one of our original plans was to start a podcast together, and we did. It was called the Rice Fire Podcast, and um, we did 10 episodes, um, and then we kind of stopped because I went on a six-week, like a seven, I was gone from home for seven weeks uh, for a tour, and uh, it, was, it was fun, it was a struggle, but it's kind of impossible to build up a catalog of really good episodes to like tide people over for six weeks like 
we did that for a while. Um, but it's really hard to be creative when you're trying to bust out three like hour long podcasts in a week. Um, because it's nice to have a little bit of breathing time during the week to think of new topics for the next week. And, um, that's why this podcast is going to be, um, once a week, I'm thinking Wednesdays and, um, I'm probably just going to film every week, like on a Monday or Tuesday morning or evening. Um, just so it's like, I have a whole week to, to let things happen to me that I want to talk about. Um, that way I'm not forcing topics. I want this to be really chill and, uh, enjoyable for you guys. And for me, I want it to be like, I just want it to be really honest. I want to be able to talk about things in my life that's not highly edited. Um, because everything else I do, like, is so fast-paced, it feels like. Everything that I edit, like, I edit a lot of music videos, and it's like, there's no shots longer than, like, two seconds. And my YouTube videos are pretty sporadic and, and goofy, which I love. But I want to balance myself out by doing something long-form and becoming, like, a better a better speaker, <clears throat> I like coughing into the mic, <laughs> I like, I like doing that, that's kind of, uh, one of my speaking goals, to get really good at coughing into the microphone, um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy year, like, 2018, with all the transition and stuff, um, has taught me a lot, and confused me a lot, um, my biggest, like, okay, here's my number one struggle. I just kind of want to start this podcast with just just kind of, like, throwing it out there for you guys to hear. Um, I feel like a lot of people might see my life on the internet and be like, man, that's really cool. Like, this guy's in a signed band. Like, he's touring all these months out of the year, and he's got a YouTube channel, and, and he makes videos for a living and lives in Nashville. And he's got a forehead that's like almost like too big to be a forehead. It's approaching like a five or a six on the forehead scale. Like all those things I can see why people would maybe think that's cool, like seeing it on the internet. And it is like, I, I really do love my life and I feel lucky. I feel blessed. I also worked my tail off, um, to get where I'm at. <laughs> not that I'm at like any big special place or anything. That's not what this is about, but, um, I'm trying to say that it's been like so hard for me to figure out where my footing is. Like I'm doing a lot of things that are, that take up like so much energy and so much time that for the past year, it feels like I've just been so drained. And, um, I've also just been in a weird, really weird place with my faith. Um, trying to figure that out. I was raised as a very like traditional, like evangelical style Christian, and all of that has kind of flipped in the last two years. And I'm not going to go any more into that right now. I'll probably dedicate an episode to that. Um, but so basically what I'm trying to say is all of my like foundation in life is just, it's just felt like water for the past year. Um, and recently that's kind of changed um, for the better. And it kind of inspired me to start this podcast, to be honest. Um, so yeah, the biggest struggle is trying to pick my priorities. Like, what am I going to devote all of myself to if I have these multiple things that require all of me? For instance, like, I'm in a touring band. My band's called Earthgrowns, by the way. We're on Solid State Records. We tour, like, I think last year we did, like, five months out of the year. We were probably gone, like, collectively throughout the year. Um, 
and then my filmmaking thing and on top of that like friends and family loved ones like that's a lot of energy if you want to have healthy relationships and not good at that yet but I'm working on it um so picking how to like figuring out how to put my energy into the right things has been the struggle and the main two like fighters in my life have been filmmaking and Earthgrounds, my band that thing it's just like for example I have been making a full-time income on basically wedding films and music videos too but most of the money I make is from weddings and um for the last three or four years but ever since my band got signed we we basically we have man like a manager now we have a booking agent and like there's more people a part of that team now and it makes it so that we have less of an idea when we're going on tour it's um it's a lot of like just waiting um because they'll like our manager and stuff will put our name into a bunch of different offers and try to like basically get tours for us um and then when he says we have one we we go on it because we're not at the point where we can be picky it's kind of like you take what you can get and hope that you grow right now at least that's what it feels like to me I might be wrong but that's kind of where it feels like we're at um and that's put a massive strain on my filmmaking career because like I make so I do like for let's say you want to book a wedding video with me basically I require to put your date in the calendar to send you a contract any of that I require like 50% payment up front it's something I learned from um, an older filmmaker that I look up to a lot and that that um, said that and um, I adapted that a couple of years ago and it's been a lifesaver because le- I could get into the legals of it and everything but with the contract and everything like if they back out on you or anything you get to keep that money it keeps you safe it's not like a deposit it's a it's an initial payment um, which is really nice because as a freelancer your income is so sporadic there's months where you might book five things and be like rolling and you're not even shooting yet. Um, And then there's months where it's like literally you have nothing, nothing booked. And it's, you have to count on those, those bookings to kind of get you through certain months and being a touring artist with an unpredictable schedule. uh, It makes it very difficult because basically I've been turning down weddings for the last year because I've, I've just had to explain like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm in a touring band. Like your wedding is is over a year out. I don't know if I'll be available during this time. Um, so uh, either you can hit me back um, in six months or find somebody else, and I'll totally understand. And I for the last year, I've really felt like, oh yeah, that's that's all I can do. Like that's the right thing. I tried doing, I tried like hiring other people to shoot for me, but I just don't trust anybody else um, to do the job that I know I can do I it's too stressful for me and um, it's my name on the line so I want to be the one shooting um so it's just it's really difficult and uh recently I've just been like so like full of anxiety trying to figure this out because it's like every month I'm just barely scraping by or I'll have to like borrow money from somebody and then pay them back when I get paid and it's like I hate that like I can't stand that. And that's just honestly like where I've been for the past few months, actually pretty much the past year. And um, so I called a friend like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago now. Um, and I 
he's basically in this he was in the same situation i'm in where he was was in a like a growing touring band and um he's also a filmmaker and a really good photographer he's insane and i called him and i was like and he actually is not in the band anymore he things like i'm not going to get into all of it but he's not in the band anymore and um he's doing really well and so i called him and i'm like man this is my my struggle like do you have any advice for me and basically he just started going off on like he basically explained all of his feelings that he was experiencing leading up to him leaving his band and um it was just nailing me man it was word for word what i'm what i'm going through and it blew my mind and then he he literally like told me what he thinks that i should do and that was like exactly what i needed cuz i've just been wishy-washy for the past year and um basically i'm not quitting my band that's not what i'm trying to say uh i'm just from his advice and from another person's advice i got as well i'm making my filmmaking business my absolute priority my work because it's the one thing that's like providing you know what i mean like when i'm booking stuff and when i'm shooting like i'm loving it and it pays my bills and i'm being creative and it's fulfilling it's not easy and there's days that i hate it and i sometimes i hate dealing with clients but i would rather be doing this than any other job right now seriously and um so basically he said you need to book everything that comes at you and basically if it comes to a point where the band is interfering with that then you just you work it out in that time like you either get somebody to fill in for you or you talk to the guys see what they think um but i can't i can't be turning down all this stuff because it's it's gonna it could ruin my reputation it could i could just fall off of it you know like if i'm not accepting jobs like i might not get jobs so that like changed my freaking life dude it like gave so much relief um and this was like a week ago it's december 19th 2018 right now and um man this is like a mark in history for me because i feel like this year-long weight has just kind of like lifted off me and it just feels so good and i really wanted to share that with you guys just i don't know why i just wanted to and i i hope it's at least encouraging um trying to think yeah, it just, it meant a lot to me that he was so willing to give me some time out of his day to, to give me real advice, real conversation, not just be like, oh, don't worry, keep your head up. Like, he really took the time to think about me. And um, that's what I, th- there's a part of me that hates asking for help. I really like doing everything myself um, because it's hard for me to trust other people, um, especially with sensitive topics like that. But when I reached out, I found relief, and that's why I'm naming this podcast Help Me Out Here, because it's going to be a constant reminder for me throughout this year and maybe beyond um, to, to ask for help, and I'd love to bring people like that person who helped me like onto this podcast as a guest and just have them tell their stories of struggle and victory or just where they're at right now that, that might be sucking or maybe like things are awesome and they can talk about that. I want this to be a place where we can like talk about our struggles and our victories and um, just find some encouragement, have some have some giggles, some goofs, some laughs. You never know what could happen on this this podcast. I don't really know what it's going to turn into. It it could fail, honestly. No, I don't think it will. But I'm really stoked. I'm stoked to do something like this and share with you guys. And I don't even know how long these episodes are going to be. I'm going to peek at my camera.
Oh, we're 22 minutes solid, baby. Wow. That's, you know what? That deserves a sip of coffee. Mm. Wow. Unreal coffee. Unbelievable coffees. So good. Yeah, guys, I, I love you all. And, um, <laughs> I just, I, I kind of want to talk about just why I do YouTube. Um, I think during like all this struggle and trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing with my life, YouTube is one place that I always feel like I always feel happy making videos to put on YouTube because it's just, it's purely my ideas in their rawest form just going on the internet and it's like instant feedback from you guys whether you hate it or you love it or makes you laugh or whatever makes you feel something i get that response from you guys and that's like what's so addicting like clicking that upload button and then waiting to see what you guys say and there's like people whose names i recognize every time commenting and it just man it's so addicting in the best way like it feels it makes me so happy to be not only making like these stupid home videos and goofy things that I really care about, um, but just meeting you guys on the interwebs. And then what's cool about being in a band is traveling a little, little bit throughout the United States and, uh, and other countries as well, but mostly the U S I've gotten to meet some of you guys. (laughs) I, uh, one person that, that comments frequently, his name's Daniel Peacock. Uh, we met through another YouTuber. We all shot on the Panasonic GH5. It's like this awesome, glorious 4K beast. And uh, just through that camera and and making videos about that kind of stuff, he's become a friend of mine. And like we, we text here and there. And I got to meet him and his wife and one of his friends at a show in Florida. And it's just so cool that like you guys are all real human beings. Like this video will probably get like one or two or three hundred views but like each person that watches this is a real human being and that's so special to me so I don't care about getting a million subscribers or a billion views like uh it's just so cool having a community like this even if it's small I think it's so cool so thank you honestly genuinely for being a part of this it means so freaking much to me uh because it's just a space where I can be me I can be myself and I'm still figuring that out I feel like this this next year is like 2019 I feel like is going to be kind of my year of discovery for like what I want my channel to be because I've just been experimenting. You can probably tell if you're a frequent watcher. I've been making all these different kinds of videos just trying to figure out what the heck I like um and what I like the most and and what catches on with you guys and like I tried a commentary video. I made that that video about ASMR, and that that was fun. It was goofy. It was stupid. Um, there's things I would change about it if I could, but um, it is what it is now. Um, and doing vlogs is definitely like that's like I feel like one of my main things. It's not gonna change. Like I'll just get better at it. Making vlogs, and then like I've tried cinematography breakdowns of my music videos and and tutorials. It's so frustrating because my YouTube tutorials get the most views and they're the thing I hate making. So it's like, do I make those to try to get views and grow my channel and hope those people like my other stuff? Or do I just keep making what I love and let it grow slowly? Cause I want an organic audience. I want something real where it's just like fun and like inside jokes, goofiness and seriousness too, when, when it calls for it. But, um, we'll see 2019 is going to be all about that. 
And uh, there's another headphone clump for you. Clamp, chump. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I smacked my headphones on the microphones, okay? That's it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my plan for 2019. And, um, yeah, YouTube. Man, YouTube is beautiful. So, uh, the reason I started YouTube, I was living in Lawrence, Kansas, on the floor of a living room in a corner. I had a Canon. No, I had the GH4 at the time, I believe. No, I started with the Canon 70D when I was in Kansas living in a living room corner on a floor mattress with a cardboard sign right above my mattress on the wall that said Zach's room. And I was making videos on my 2012 MacBook Pro. That was like my first two years of business. Um, I had a deal with some friends. There's a band called Sweet Ascent that lives in Lawrence. Man, after college, I, I was living with my family in Nebraska for a little bit. And I love my family. They're like so incredibly dear to me. But I just like had to get away. I had to like be independent. I just had to. And so I hit up my friends from Lawrence, Kansas, and I was like, hey, you're a band. You're cool. I make videos. I was so bad at the time, but I was like, I'll do all your video work for free if you let me live with you for free. And they're like, you know what? I think so. So we did a trade for a couple of years, and um, the Sweet Ascent guys, Jordan, Bobby, Alex, Jake, you guys are so awesome. You're like the reason I was able to start off how I did. And I started to build my name in the Midwest, living in, in Kansas and um, shooting music videos for Sweet Ascent and all these other bands, starting to do wedding films. And um, somewhere along the line of me living in Lawrence, I discovered Casey Neistat. I don't remember how, but um, like I had never been a guy who just like watches YouTube up until I got into filmmaking and I just started learning everything from YouTube, finding tutorials. But even then, like, I didn't latch on to any particular people. I just watched the content I wanted to watch, like, gear reviews and stuff. Because I was, dude, I was obsessed with gear videos. It's, like, all I watched all day, um, like, my first year of business. Because I was just absorbing information. Um, and that's the reason I learned what I did. Like, all of my skill is from YouTube. I didn't take any classes in college or learn from anybody outside of that, really. It was all YouTube in the beginning. So, somehow I stumbled on Casey Neistat, and I just became infatuated, man. He, his content, like, he's just such a good speaker. He's so good at looking at the camera and just telling a story during his day that's, like, so captivating, you, you know, but it's just like a regular life thing. But he just edits and speaks and films in a way that's so interesting, except for his shutter speed. I hate it. He, like, doesn't use ND filters. I think his, can his camera is just on auto. So it's just like the motion's just like so jittery. Like it's not, there's no like a beautiful motion blur usually. But um, that's technical. It doesn't matter that much. He's so creative. He's a boss. So I got into him and, and started watching all of his videos. And I was like, dude, I want to try this. I was like, I have this, all this gear that I just bought. Because I was starting to get like the GH4, the Sigma 18 to 35, which I'm shooting on now. And like the first Zion Crane, a gimbal. And I was like, man, I should just make a video about this gimbal. So I just made this stupid test video with the gimbal. I didn't even have a microphone on my camera. And um, somehow I got the GH4 to balance on the Crane 1 with the 18 to 35 on it. And that ended up, it's still like one of my most viewed videos. It's so annoying. And I didn't even care then. I just put it up on YouTube because I wanted to try talking to the camera 
and filming my friends, filming some like B-roll stuff like that. And it was, it was dumb. It's not good. It's, I don't think it's good. Um, my color was terrible as well, but that was the beginning for me. I was just kind of being little baby Casey trying to be. And, uh, and then like, I mean, in the beginning of doing YouTube, I feel like you kind of have to copy people just like, cause you see what they do. And that's all, if that's all, you know, like that's what you're going to do. So over time, like I've started to develop my own style and take influences from other people. And it's become this like amalgam of beautiful, different creators. And hopefully it's unique. I, I hope what I do is unique, but obviously there's elements of other people in there and that's beautiful too. Inspiration's gorgeous. I love it. Um, and along the line of watching Casey's videos, I saw this this video of this guy named Colin Ross who had one of his videos as an ad on Casey's videos. And he was a vlogger from Kansas. And I was like, what? There's like a really good vlogger from Kansas. His channel was growing. And I started loving his videos. And I didn't know right away that he lived in Kansas. But when I found out, I messaged him on Facebook. I was like, dude, I live in Kansas. I'm a filmmaker. Let's hang out. We eventually hang out and become buds and make some videos together and it's just like I became obsessed because I I saw him doing YouTube full-time and I was like dude this is possible I can do this I can get good enough at this um so yeah I'm just I'm still I'm still so inspired I started YouTube last April April of 2017 or 16 I don't know I think I've been doing it for like a year and a half ish um so I think I went from like 30 subscribers to now we're close to 6,000 and uh, that's pretty awesome to me. Like it's it's not Peter McKinnon level, but man, I'm stoked. Peter McKinnon, I think he did a million in nine months or something, um, but man, he plays the game. He's really good. He definitely knows what people want to see, I think, and makes it. And I, I, I respect that because he grew his channel really fast, but... Um, and okay, I I got really into Peter McKinnon for a while, but um, he's kind of and I still watch his videos. Like I watch all, probably almost all of his videos, but it, it just seems like over the top to me sometimes. And maybe that's just maybe that's genuinely how he is in person. But I guess I can't picture myself like waking up every morning filming myself and be like, "What's up, guys? Smash subscribes!" Like so exuberant, like all the time, like, dude, there's days when I'm just like, screw you, I don't want to talk to you, but I like still making videos, so it's like, I like to have that part of myself in my videos, too, like, you know what, I'm crappy today, I'm also a very moody person, so that's probably why, like, maybe he's just got it figured out, like, good for him, he's cool, and I'm not trying to talk bad about him at all, it's just, I can't see myself being that kind of a YouTuber, where I'm just like, hey, guys, <laughs> no, I, I just I just want to make goofy stuff, fun stuff, and serious stuff sometimes too. Um, just whatever I'm feeling. I guess that's kind of the benefit of being moody is I can make different mooded films. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess um, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else I need to talk about. I'm just very, very thankful for this platform and for each and every one of you guys who watch this or who are subscribed to this. I think a lot of like the people who watch my videos aren't subscribed. I need to check my analytics again, but man, if you watch this and you enjoy any of it, like please subscribe, um, and become a part of the community. Um, and I'm not just trying to be hype, like subscribe, dude. Like if you want to be a part of the community, like 
there's a chance we'll get to hang out and meet and like make stuff together. Like I never want to feel like I'm above anybody who watches my videos. I don't care how many subscribers I get. Like I really want to just have a genuine connection with you guys and, and make stuff with you. Um, so let me know what you think. Um, this is, I think this wraps it up for episode number one of, I think we're just going to call it help me out here. Help me out here with Zach Mayfield. Help me out here. I would ask you guys what you think, but by the time you watch this, I have to have a title. So that's about it. So I'm going to be posting these podcasts through Anchor. And if you were a fan of my previous podcast with my sister, those are actually going to be going down. They'll still be on YouTube. So they will live on through YouTube. But I have, so what I, I did a mistakes. I made a, I made a mistakey. And um, I registered Rice, Rice Fire Podcast through my personal email. So if I wanted to do this podcast on Anchor and keep Rice Fire on Anchor and stuff, I would have to make a new email for that and for this one. And I don't want to do that. So they're just going to come down. Um, and this will be my new platform for podcasting through Anchor. And that will go to like Spotify, iTunes, Google's, um, Amazon's. I don't even know if Amazon's has podcasts. But the main place they'll be is YouTube. So if you watch on YouTube, you get video of this five head. Um, I got these two beautiful pools of skin <laughs> forming right here from probably all the stress of filmmaking and editing for 12 hours a day. And um, I don't know why you wouldn't want to witness the recession in, in video form um, in 4K. So, but if you don't, I think iTunes, it'll be it'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Google's, all that good stuffs. And um, I recommend, I know like Anchor isn't the best place to listen to podcasts, but definitely download the Anchor app and, and at least send me a message because on Anchor. So if you find my podcast through the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message of yourself. And I want to hear what you guys think. Um, I want to hear where you guys are at and... Um, just like send me, send me a, a voice message of who you are, what you love to do, and like where you're at in life, and where you want to go. I want to hear your guys' stories. I'll put it on the podcast next week if somebody sends it to me, um, and we'll start there. It, and if that doesn't work, we'll figure something else out. But um, I feel good about this. Feel, feels good to to get this out to you guys. So I love y'all. You're you're so cool. You're beautiful. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Listen to this wherever you want to. Um, like or dislike. Either way, the interaction means a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, have a wonderful day. I'm going to go have a great rest of my birthday today. I'm 25. I'm, I'm a quarter of a century, baby. Um, so this marks episode number one of Help Me Out Here. And I love you guys. We'll see you next time. So, pretty cool. It's probably like an icon on the screen where you can subscribe. I'd go ahead and click that. There might even be some recommended videos. Feel free to click those babies too. Pretty cool. God bless you.